0: Thank you for joining this week's podcast with the Archbishop Nicholas Duncan-Williams. In this week's message, learn how to live a victorious life in Christ by being Spirit-driven. Understand the importance of activating and working with the Holy Spirit to gain capacity and receive illumination of the Word of God. Increase your prayer life by joining this year's 100 Days of Global Prayer. Receive your prayer guide today at ndwministries.org Know today that this is God's word of revelation for you. Be empowered as you listen.
1: I'm not driven by strength, for by strength shall no man prevail. But I'm driven by a burden, and the burden gives me capabilities and provision. The pregnant is like a woman pregnant and I can't rest in the labor world when contractions begin and I feel pain going through all my body and it don't make sense and, and the woman is feeling all kinds of spasms going through her spine and every part of her body and the water is broken and the baby's bed is in the birth canal ready to come down that is not the time to quit and to be tired and to be weary you don't make sense of how she's feeling I don't know what I'm feeling going through but one thing i know the bible said there is rest for the children of God therefore let us labor that we may enter the rest there is no rest without labor and folks want to rest without labor you can rest without labor you got to go through that labor process and after the baby cries
0: then
1: joy comes after With your hands lifted up, let's look up to God and Heavenly Father, thank you once again for the gift of life, for the opportunity to live again, to serve you, to find the reason for my being and to discover the original intent for which I was given life. Now help me to find my way. Help me to discover why I'm here that I may not waste this moment and the time given to me in life. Help me to apply wisdom to my days. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke every spell and bewitchment that will hinder me from discovering the reason for my being. I come against obstacles, distractions, obstructions. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Satan, take your hands off me right now. Loose your hold of me right now. I command your power over me to break. In Jesus' name, let there be illumination right now. Let the spirit within me rise. Let my spirit man come alive. Let the God-consciousness in me come alive. In Jesus' mighty name, well, shout unto God and give somebody a clap offering. Please be seated in heavenly places as we begin our journey. Come with me to my anchor scripture, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse number 23 my anchor scripture first thessalonians that god
2: very god of peace and the very god of peace sanctify you wholly. Mm-hmm. and i pray god your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our lord jesus christ your
1: whole spirit soul and body be preserved blameless which stands to reason as a logician ladies and gentlemen that the spirit is different from the soul and the soul is different from the spirit and also The soul is different from the body and the body is different from the soul. And God said that your spirit, your soul, and your body, look at how it's it's said in the scriptures. It means that the spirit must have preeminence over the soul and over the body. And also remember that the spirit of man was created before the soul came forth and before the body was formed. And the forming of the body and the soul came together by the creation of the spirit of man that preceded and came from God came before the soul and came before the flesh or the body. So that is very important. God wants you and I to be spirit-driven and not intellect-driven, emotion-driven, feelings-driven, or body-driven. He expects us to be spirit-driven. See, I hear you. Now come with me to Proverbs, the 20th chapter, and the 27th verse of Proverbs, the 20th
2: chapter. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. The soul of man is the candle of the Lord. Is that what the Bible says?
1: The will of man is the candle of the Lord. The intellect of man is the candle of the Lord. Is that what the Bible says? The what the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Stands to reason that God enlightens, illuminates, and guides you and I by our spirit and not by the soul. What is the soul? The soul is made out of your intellect, your emotion that deals with issues of affection, intellect or your mind that deals with decisions. You know, the the mind thinks, the mind thinks for the body, the, the emotions deals with issues of affection and your will is what takes decision. But God expects you and I to be spirit beings having human experience. That means that your spirit must be the driver or the captain of your life, governing your soul and governing your flesh. Now the enemy has succeeded, ladies and gentlemen, through the fall of man to change the rules, to change the rules, but we want reverse the rules. Amen. So the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. So God enlightens my spirit, guides me through my spirit. I am a spirit being and God speaks to my spirit to guide me and not my mind. Some people will say and something told me and something said that something is your spirit. Some people call it intuition. Uh, There are different names they give it to it, but it is your spirit that guides your soul, guides your body and not your soul guiding you. See, I hear you. Psalm 18 and 28. Psalm 18 and 28.
2: For thou would light my candle. The Lord, my God, will enlighten my darkness.
1: You will light my candle. So anytime you have crisis, anytime you find yourself in a crisis situation dealing with any difficulty in light and you need direction from God, God will guide you through your spirit. He lights your candle, with, which means that your spirit is enlightened. And when your spirit is enlightened, then it, that automatically enlightens your darkness. See, I hear you. He will light my candle. He will illuminate my spirit. So your spirit is that image of God in you. And God said, your spirit is just like me. It came from me. And I will guide you through the spirit. So the spirit must be the driver and the captain. The problem with humanity is that we have failed through the fall of man to appreciate who we are. And we think we are human beings. You are not a human being. You are a spirit. You are not a human being. Mm? You got to keep that in mind. As soon as I say, well, I'm human, I'm human. You are not human. You are spirit are spirit Paul said the other day he said I bring my body under subjection I bring my body under subjection so if you are your body then who is the one that brings the body under subjection is the spirit the captain the driver who brings his flesh under subjection to the obedience of Christ it's like a master putting a chain on a dog so that is the way you, you handle the flesh you put a chain on your flesh and you hold the flesh in check because if you don't chain the flesh and chain the soul the soul is very proud and is very arrogant most of the problems we have david said the other day he said i humble my soul through fasting i humble my soul through fasting the soul is very very proud It's very very arrogant and very haughty and it takes humility to silence the the longings and the detects of the soul which is the intellect of man the emotion And the will of man. Come with me to Job 32 and 8. Job 32 and
2: 8. Uh, But there is a spirit in man. Mm -hmm. And the inspiration of the almighty giveth them understanding.
1: Again, it's coming to the same thing. There is a spirit in man. Your spirit. You have a spirit inside of you. Place your hands on your stomach and say, there is a spirit inside of me. A spirit. There is a spirit inside of me. That is the God factor of you. You are a spirit. Having a human experience. You came from God. You are not human, and you can look at me and call me any name you want to call me, but you are not human. You are a spirit. Having a human experience, that is who you are. And if you miss that, you will die. And there are a lot of folks in church who are spiritually dead, can't hear God. And that's why we need to depend on others to hear from God for us. But God never intended it to be that way. Now, the prophetic is good, but the prophetic confirms what God has already said and what God has already determined to do. The reason why a lot of us are not hearing, we're not catching and getting anything from God is because we are living in the soul realm than in the spirit realm. We are allowing the soul, our intellect, our feelings, our emotions, our will, and then our body to govern us and to drive us. But God never intended that the soul of man and the flesh of man should drive or to have dominance over the spirit. It is all, 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 the opposite rather, that the spirit should have dominance over the soul and over the body, and I pray to God in the name of Jesus Christ, the son of God, that as you hear the sound of my voice, that this year, you will be spirit led, than intellect led, than, than feelings led, and than flesh led. See, I hear you. There's a contradiction there. It's very difficult. It's very, very difficult to be a spiritual person. You know, a lot of my sons, they call me the spiritual man, the spiritual man and i know why they call me the spiritual man because i don't have respect for things that intellect has respect for i'm not moved by things that intellect have respect and regards for i i make of no sense things that appeals to intellect because that is where the fall of man came from when the devil came he did not tempt the man the man was not deceived but the woman was and the, the devil knew exactly how to get the woman he did not appeal to the emotions of the woman. He appeals to the intellect of the woman and said, Has God said? So the devil used the very thing she believed in. Has God said? Brought an error. Using the same scriptures to deceive and say, Has God said? And it was appealing to the eye. All soul is flesh. It will make you wise. Make you wise. Brilliant, young man. Brilliant. Smart. See, I hear you. There's a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth him understanding. What is that understanding? Illumination, enlightenment. Awakes the consciousness of God in the spirit of man. My consciousness is embedded in my spirit and not in my intellect. I feel God and serve God with my spirit, not with my intellect, not with my emotion. But I feel a burden and it's a, it's a burden that drives me. I'm not driven by strength for by strength shall no man prevail. But I'm driven by a burden and the burden gives me capabilities and provision. The pregnant is like a woman pregnant and I can't rest in the labor world when contractions begin and I feel pain going through all my body and it don't make sense and, and the woman is feeling all kinds of spasms going through her spine and every part of her body and the water is broken and the baby's bed is in the birth canal ready to come down that is not the time to quit and to be tired and to be weary you don't make sense of how she's feeling I don't know what I'm feeling and going through, but one thing I know, the Bible said there is rest for the children of God. Therefore, let us labor that we may enter the rest. There is no rest without labor. And folks want to rest without labor. You can't rest without labor. You got to go through that labor process. And after the baby cries,
0: then
1: joy comes after the pain. The Bible says that Weeping tears for a night. But joy comes in the morning. And a night could be a time and a season of your life. Where you have to be tried and tested. And go through stuff that under normal circumstances you would like to avoid Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane. He said, you didn't tell me the details of the assignment. You didn't tell me this. You kept this from me. If I had my way, I would chicken out. And God said, there is no other way. This is the reason for which you were born. You either face it and fulfill destiny. The greatest moment in your life for which you were born, son, is now in the garden. So you either accept the shame, accept public ridicule, a man of sorrows acquainted with grief, for we hid our faces as it were from him. A man rejected and forsaken of God and he pleased God to bruise him the bible said a man of sorrows you never know what sorrows is you have never known sorrows like he knew sorrow you have never known rejection like he experienced rejection you've never dealt with being smitten of God and being rejected being ostracized by society and being misrepresented He had to face it all. And God said, son, there is no other way you confront it and take the bull by the horn and let destiny be fulfilled or you can chicken out and you'll never be what you were born to be. Didn't make sense. Hallelujah. Spirit of man. Come with me to
2: Romans 1 9. Thank you. For God is is my witness whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son Mm. that without season I make mention of you always in my prayers
1: always in my prayers I make mention of you you see folks for God is my witness whom I serve with my intellect with my emotions with my will with my soul with my body no He said, with my spirit for the Bible said that God is a spirit and those who serve him must serve him in spirit and in truth This truth here has nothing to do with scripture. This is talking about transparency between an individual and your God. Being able to stand before God and say, God, I stand before you naked. And I'm struggling with some things. I'm dealing with some things, but I still love you. And and the fact that I'm going through this and dealing with the things I'm dealing with don't mean I don't love you and I don't care about you. I care about you, but I'm still struggling with something. There is a conflict between my spirit, my soul, and my body. But I still love you, and I need you, God, anyway, anyhow. You got to learn how to be sincere and honest with God and stop being a hypocrite. And it's not about going around town and telling everybody your problems. Pray for me. You know, I'm having some issues. Pray for me. Pray for me. That's not what he's talking about. I serve God with my spirit. So
2: serve God with your spirit. First Corinthians 14 and 2, 14 and 2. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto man, but mm-hmm. unto God. For no man understandeth him. Howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. So whenever, whenever I
1: pray with tongues, my understanding is unfruitful. You see that right now. I don't need man to understand what I'm saying, and I don't apologize for praying in the Holy Ghost. I don't have. I, oh, you no know, apology whatsoever when I pray in the Holy Ghost. I need to pray in the Spirit to utter mysteries to God and that mysteries are things going on around me that my natural senses have no idea and understanding of but my spirit that lives within me have absolute understanding and so when I pray in the spirit my spirit then communicates to God what my understanding and my intellect cannot does not understand, it communicates it to God the father and then revelation comes back into my spirit to help me appreciate what I'm dealing with and what to do. Now hear me, this is where the problem is. Unless your mind is renewed, you see the renewal of the mind means your mind comes into alignment with your spirit. So when your spirit is alive but your mind is not renewed, you are separated from God and that incapacitates your spirit. It kills your spirit. That means it separates your spirit from God and from Christ. That's what death is all about. Death is just separation from your body, from your soul. Or in spiritual death is separation from God. That's all it is. Because man chose. That was the problem of Adam and Eve. Adam did not sin. Adam was not deceived. Adam was not deceived. It was the woman, Eve, that was deceived by her intellect. Because Satan appealed to her intellect. Satan did not appeal to Adam. Satan didn't talk to Adam. He ignored Adam. He dealt with the intellect of the woman and appealed to her senses, and she was blown away because Satan said, if you eat of the fruit, you'll be wise. You'll be wise. A lot of this Eastern religion has to do with things that make sense intellectually. Reasoning, being wise, being smart, being smart, being smart, 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 smart. Knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. But knowledge is only a revelation when you've owned it. And until you own it, it is no revelation. Now the man sinned not because he was deceived. And the woman did not appeal to his intellect. She appealed to his affection for her. And he chose, he chose to give it all up. By affection for her, not because he was deceived. It was her affection, his affection for her that brought about the whole situation. Satan said, if I can just appeal to her senses, her intellect, and move her away from the spirit to what makes sense, and get her to appeal not to his mind, because if you appeal to reasoning when it comes to man, you can't beat men, because men are 90% inclined to reasoning, and 10% inclined to emotion, and women are 90% inclined to emotion, and 10% inclined to reasoning, but women think with two sides of their brains, wise men think with one side of their brains, that's where a woman can be working in the kitchen, cooking, she's on the phone, she's watching television, she's taking care of the children at the same time, and she Is fine. And the man is watching football and the kids are fighting and he doesn't even know what's going on. He can't handle it. The fact that, the fact that women are emotional beings don't mean they are stupid. They are very, very intelligent beings. And the reason why women don't lie, they lie. But the reason why they don't lie is because they don't forget. They don't forget because they think with two sides of their brains, while men think with one side of their brains. So they are detail oriented. Men are general oriented. So they don't forget birthday, the day you proposed that day. They remember everything. They don't forget anything. As a matter of fact, if a woman gets pregnant and you want to know who the father is, don't do a DNA test. Just give the DNA test money to the woman. She'll tell you whose father it is. (laughs) They keep record. They know everything. These women are no joke, brothers. Don't fool with them. That's why Satan said, you know something, if I'm going to reason with the man, it's not going to work. He'll beat me to it. And he said, if the woman tries to engage his intellect, he would beat her to it. So he said, woman, I will engage your intellect. You engage his affection for you. That's all. And that did the trick.
2: Come with me. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, mm-hmm. my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. You see, that's
1: the problem. That's the reason why a lot of people struggle in praying in other tongues. You want to pray with your understanding. We struggle in praying in other tongues. And people can't last too long when it comes to praying in other tongues. Cardavodos pray with me the my spirit prays my understanding is unfruitful. What does that mean? It means my intellect can understand don't understand don't comprehend. I don't get it. I don't understand what my spirit is saying. It's a spiritual language and a code that my spirit understands, God understands, but my intellect don't understand it. And that is where the problem is. That is where a lot of people who live in the soulish realm must understand everything must be able to explain everything folks life is not like that the bible said as the heavens are above the earth so are my thoughts and my ways above yours yes, and that's why i preached the other day entitled the message i understand that i don't understand what i think i understand when you can't make sense of everything you understand switch to the spirit and stop trying to make sense of that which you can't make sense of yes, sir. my spirit is unfruitful. My mind is unfruitful. But my spirit is fruitful. My spirit prays. But my senses, my intellect, my emotions don't get it. And when I can't get it, I trust. And what does it mean to trust? I lean on the everlasting arms. Leaning. in, Leaning. Lean. Mm. Twenty-four.
2: God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God
1: is not a soul. God is not a feeling, an intellect. God is a spirit. And those that worship him must worship him. In spirit or with their spirit. Not with their intellect. You can't intellectualize God. You can't figure him out with your intellect. He's a spirit. See, I hear you. Hebrews 12, and 23. But ye are come unto
2: Mount Zion.
1: This is one of my anchor scriptures in the whole Bible.
2: Go ahead. And unto the city of the living God, Hallelujah. the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, mm-hmm. to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, mm-hmm. which are written in heaven and to God the judge of all Uh and to the spirits of just men made perfect to the spirit of just men and women made perfect God said you
1: are born again you are just you are righteous but I need you to work on your spirit to the place where your spirit as born again believer becomes perfect is made perfect to the spirit of just man made perfect so you can be just and have your spirit imperfect and there are so many in the church they live by feelings they live by what they feel what they hear what they see and what makes sense but to walk in the spirit you have to go against what makes sense you obey God and you let God take care of the consequences if you want to figure out the outcome you will never moving the spirit. See, I'm a spirit having a human experience and not a human being having a spiritual experience. Hallelujah.
2: Spirit of just men, make perfect. Come with me to Romans 12 and 2. Romans 12 and 2. And be not conformed to this world, Uh but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind.
1: This is where it is, the transformation comes by the result of the renewing of the mind. Rewiring means bringing your reasoning into alignment. And until the mind is renewed, you will never know what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. It means you're going to walk in error and walk in darkness. You walk in the dark. You never know what the will of God is. And until you discover what the will of God is for you, it doesn't matter how blessed you become, how much money you have, and how loaded you might be in life, you will never know what satisfaction is until the day you lay in your bed and bring two of your knees to your chest and the Spirit steps out from time into eternity. You will never know what true satisfaction is. The renewing of your mind. You are not a human being. You are a spirit having a human experience. And until you get that, your soul will drive you. And your flesh will drive you. It was never meant to be that way. It was always meant for your spirit to drive you.
2: See, I hear you. Come with me quickly. 1 Corinthians three eighteen to 20. Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, mm-hmm. let him become a fool Intellect. that he might be wise. That's it. Intellect. Reasoning. The soulish. Soulish. Mm-hmm. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God.
1: So there is a wisdom that is not of God. There's a wisdom that is not of God. Smart people. But the wisdom they have is not the wisdom of God. It's the wisdom of this world. And sometimes, I don't want to be a motivational preacher. I I ain't not a motivational preacher. I'm a spirit preacher. For Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. And I'm not called to attract some so-called elite of society i am called to preach to souls and all souls are souls irrespective of their status in society and their background or where they've come from human is human and the gospel of Jesus Christ is to all people poor or rich irrespective of your tribe for the day shall come when people from all tribe and kindred and tongue and nation shall gather before the throne my assignment and my preaching is to all men irrespective of your tribe and kindred and tongue and background short or tall educated or not I don't care who you are I attract everything the other day some of the daughters were saying to me they said papa a group of folks were talking about you in town and they said as for Archbishop he's the Noah of our time and I said what do they mean by that they said you you attract everything you have snakes tiger lion every animal of this earth is in your ark and how you govern them we don't understand and I said well it doesn't matter you call me any name as long as I'm fulfilling my sermon I'm fine are you hearing me somebody I, I, I am not called to attract a particular kind of individuals and I don't care who like my gospel and who don't like my gospel. I'm preaching the word of God. I'm not preaching my wisdom. I have no wisdom of my own and I don't want to be, I don't want to be an intellectual and I don't want to be a scholar. I don't want to be a philosopher. I just want to be a preacher of the word of God. I want to be a tool, a vehicle, a vessel that declares that says the Lord and leave the rest to God and stay out of it. And I don't care how you admire me and how you don't and how you analyze me. It's your cup of tea. I'm going to declare the word of God anymore. And whether you like me or you don't like me, fine. See, I hear you. Whew.
2: Again, intellect. Finish. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God, for and it is written. wisdom of
1: this world is foolishness to God, he Take He
2: taketh the wise in their own craftiness. Aha,
1: taketh the wise in their own craft. People who think they are smart, they are wise, they are smart. They have information, they have knowledge, intellect, appeal to the senses and the reasoning of man. God said, I count it foolishness. And the wisdom of God is not acceptable to man. They don't agree. Two different things. See, I hear you. 1 Timothy two fourteen,
2: And Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression.
1: You see, so the man was not deceived. The woman was deceived because the devil appealed to her reasoning. The man was not deceived. He just lost it because he went for affection. Ah, how many men are here? I want all the men here to wave at me, wave at me. Say, help Lord. Come on, come on men, cry out like me. Say, Help Lord! Help, Lord. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap of somebody.
2: Hebrews 4.12 For the word of God is quick and powerful mm-hmm. and sharper than any two-edged sword, mm-hmm. piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. Soul and spirit. Dividing asunder of soul and spirit. We'll be touching the soul later
1: and the body. And you realize that the soul is different from the spirit. And the spirit is different from the body. They all have the roles they play. But the spirit must be the captain. Must have preeminence all the time. Because it is the only thing that the enemy won't touch. And he can't touch it. Because that is the God factor of you and I. And when the spirit is in touch, everything comes into alignment. And the trick of the enemy is to draw you and I out of the spirit by getting us all the time to walk in the soul realm. or pray by what we feel, what we think what we see, what we hear, that will kill you
2: spiritually. Jude 19, Jude 19. These be they who separate themselves. Mm-hmm. Sensual. sensual, have been not the spirit. Having not the spirit,
1: sensual. That does not mean they don't have spirit, but that means they don't operate by the spirit. They are not spirit led. They don't allow their spirit to guide them. They are guided by what they feel, what they hear, what they see. I refuse to let what I feel my feelings and my emotions and my thoughts. I refuse to be guided. I refuse to allow my thoughts to determine my decisions and direction. because you may feel something today and feel another thing tomorrow. Between here and there, the decision to be led by the spirit or to be led by feelings, reasoning, or what prevails in the natural is what determines one's level of spiritual maturity. If you go with reasoning, you will miss it. If you depend on what you feel, you will lose it. You can't go with what prevails in your immediate circumstances. You have to be Spirit-led. Let the Spirit guide you. Because God would guide you through your spirit and not through
2: your senses. See, I hear you.
1: Galatians 5.25
2: if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. That's
1: it. That's it. Walk in the spirit. Live in the spirit. That is where true victory is. That is where triumph is. It does not matter what's going on with your flesh or with your emotion. As long as you strive to live and to walk in the spirit, it will always work in your favor. Some somehow, it will always work in your favor. So live in the spirit walk in the spirit my best newspaper is the scripture the bible are you hearing me somebody so you read and tell me what i need to know and don't tell me what i don't want to know that's all i need to four verse five and six look four five and six don't blame god i hear people blame god for a lot of stuff don't blame god don't blame god look at it
2: and the devil taking him up into an high mountain, Mm shewed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in Mm -hmm. the moment of time. Mm -hmm. And the devil said unto him, all this power will I give unto thee, and the glory of them, Mm -hmm. for that is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will, I give
1: it. To whomsoever I will, I give it. What does that mean? So the devil owns the kingdom, the power, and the glory of this earth, that was given to Adam and Adam ceded it to the devil so Adam made Satan the God of this world and the gifts and callings of God are without repentance and God cannot change this order until Adam's lease on the planet have expired in 2nd Corinthians 4.4 the Bible says the devil is the God of this world the God of this world is not God it's the devil he is. And that's why men ought to always to pray and not to faint. And that's why we must pray without ceasing because it is only in the place of prayer that we override the enemy and his right to use that list against you and I. It is only in the place of prayer. God is not allowed. Hear me carefully. God is not allowed by his own laws because he has exalted his word above all his name. He cannot change the rules until adam's list has expired he cannot he will be subjected to tribune and god cannot be subjected to tribune and god's integrity cannot be questioned by his creation he cannot and that's why i pray the way i pray and that's why we must pray even when we don't like people in power we owe it to ourselves and our children to pray for them because refusing to pray for them gives satan's authorization To use them in any way he pleases against the will of God for you and I. But our prayers interferes Satan's agenda. And compels people in authority to do what is right. Mr. Oboda, bring your iPad. Come Eddie, come. Mr. Oboda is my son. This is the scepter of authority. The lease on this scepter is 50 years. And after the 50 years expires, the lease and this property, scepter, come back to me. It returns the original owner. Until the 50 years expires, it's his. And whatever he does with it is up to him. So I give it to him. For whatever reason, by manipulation, or he goes to borrow money and uses it as a collateral, he goes to this guy who is my enemy, and I don't like him at all. Give it to him. He now takes it. It is now in the possession of my enemy. Who gave it to him? My son. The gift and callings of God is without repentance. I cannot take it from him. Because I gave it to him. He owns it legally. He turns it over to him. He he used it for 10 years. So this guy here has 40 more years to use this until It returned to me the original owner. Within the 40 years, he can do whatever he please. But there is a way out. The way out is this man and his children. Deploying me as the father who gave the gift. Through prayer to superimpose divine authority over the list. And to override Satan's rights to use the will or the agenda against humanity so it is only at the place of prayer that god is giving legal rights and authorization to step into the affairs of men and override the enemy and override satan's list and that's why jesus said the devil cometh to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So the devil is in the business of stealing your peace, stealing your joy, stealing your health, stealing your happiness, stealing your satisfaction, and to kill you and destroy everything. Your confidence, your self-being and wet that is his job. And unless we understand this, people will die. They will die prematurely. You'll die and there's nothing God can do about it. And one of the reasons why people die and Christians will die is because of our will. And the fact that we refuse to allow the spirit to guide us. We live by our soul. I've seen people on their dying bed who were dying. And they were still holding on to reasoning and the soul and blaming God. And you go to heaven and say, God, why did you let me die? And he said, I didn't. It was your ignorance that killed you. For my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge now the 50 years lease is over it goes back to him and I take it back it's going to come back to God this earth will come back to God the dominions will come back to God the glories of the world will come back to him for the Bible says now has the kingdoms of this world become the kingdom of our God and of his Christ And we shall reign forever and ever. And the Bible said, Down is the kingdom, the glory, the power. And forever and ever. Somebody lift up your hands. Shout yes. Lift up your hands now. Say Heavenly Father. This morning, I repent. For letting my soul and my body. Drive me, govern me, I repent in the name of Jesus, for being human, for I am not human. I am a spirit having a human experience rather than a human having a spiritual experience. So let my inner man, the hidden man of the heart, the spirit that is within me, in the name of Jesus come alive right now, let the spirit within me be released. Ah, in the name of Jesus lay your hands on your stomach right now, pray. Pray over your spirit, it's within your belly, pray over your spirit. Wake him up, wake him up. He's been sleeping, he has been incapacitated, he's been separated from his God. Wake him up, wake him up, wake him up. Wake him up. Wake him up. Feed him with the Word. feed him with the spirit. Lay hands on your stomach, let your spirit man come alive. Release him, he's inside. You are not human, you are a spirit.
0: We know you are blessed by that word of God and look forward to you joining the messages of the Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams again. For more information on our events, books, and messages, please visit NDW Ministries online at www.ndwministries.org or call our offices on plus one eight seven seven three, six, one, five, one, one, one. Once again, thank you for joining the Archbishop today and may you continue to experience the life transforming power of God's blessings.